0: Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. The last Sunday of Epiphany always honors this event in Christ's life. Jesus took three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, the three that were closest to him, and led them up on a high mountain, and suddenly His clothes turned white so that the disciples' eyes were dazzled. And then appeared two great prophets from the Old Testament, Elijah and Moses. And they started talking. And Peter wasn't sure what they were to do. And so he comes up with this idea that if they build three huts, that would be good. One for each of them. But really, they were all terrified. And then a voice came from a cloud that appeared saying, This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. This story of Jesus is both mystery and majestic. It is mystery because it is strange, mysterious. It's a bit odd. It's kind of unexpected when you're reading through the gospel. It is majestic because Jesus is shown in his glory, in his radiance. And these are reasons that we come to worship Jesus. Or in the sense of the incarnation, these are some of the reasons why we worship God. He is mysterious and he is glorious. He is deserving of all our worship, all of our devotion. But have you ever pondered why God demands us to worship him? Why does God want us to worship him? He certainly does command us to. In the Gospel of Luke chapter 4, Jesus said, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And again in the Gospel of Mark chapter 12, Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. But why does the almighty, all-powerful, good God demand our worship this question came up in our conversation during our thursday night abc group and it is one that probably a lot of us might have pondered a lot of us might have wondered why does god want us to worship him and it seems strange that god commands our worship now if we went around saying worship me worship me we'd be considered some egotistical weirdo (laughs) but what about god Certainly, he is not an egomaniac. Often people want attention, want recognition, want praise because they have a need or a void in their life. They are needy of recognition. But this is not the God we worship. He doesn't need anything. St. Paul said in the book of Acts, chapter 17, The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. He doesn't need us to worship him. If he did, he would be less than all-powerful. He'd be needy. So why does he command us to worship him? There is a simple answer, but sometimes the simplest answers are the most profound, and that is this. We need him. We need him. We need to worship him. Why? Because it is good for us. It is good for us. God wants us to worship him because it transforms us. The greatest way to worship Jesus is to love him. And the greatest way to love him is, What's well, a good question. Jesus gave us the answer in the Gospel of John. He said this, If you love me, keep my commands. It's through obedience. And this is why we worship. We obey what Christ said to do. In fact, that's what Christ said to do. Before Christ ascended, he gave instructions to his disciples and said this, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. We worship God through obedience. Now my children can tell me how much they love me, until they are blue in the face. But if they never obey what I ask of them, well, their actions speak louder than their words. And such would be the case with me. I can say, I love my children all I want, but if it doesn't come through my actions, they speak louder. And as the people of God, as the children of God, we can tell God how much we love and adore him all we want But our actions speak louder than our words. And I don't know about you, but that's a bit convicting, almost a bit fearful. Which is why we are thankful for his grace, his mercy, his steadfast love. Because we are not perfect. We are broken. Which is why we come to church. Not because we have it all together. Not because we have something nice to wear and this is a nice place to wear it. That's not why we we do this. We come because we are broken people. We come to church to worship God because we need him. We come out of obedience, which is why we do what we do as Christians. This is the very reason we come to church, obedience. It is worship. This is good for us. And we worship and glorify God every Sunday morning. That is the primary purpose of church, to glorify God god yes there are a lot of benefits to church we can name all kinds of benefits of reasons that are good to come but the reason we come is to glorify god in fact those serving on the altar we pray in the sacristy before every time of worship before we come out and the prayer always ends with this or something like this Let your name be glorified in all we do and all we say. Because that is the point. That's why we have church. And we glorify God as we worship in word and sacrament. In obedience, we hear the word of God and the teaching of the church. This is worship. And we glorify God by being faithful in sacramental worship. Are the sacraments good? Of course. And when we obey Christ's command, we truly find ourselves. We follow Christ in the waters of baptism, out of obedience, out of worship. Dominic's getting ready to do that in just a moment. We receive the bread and the wine out of obedience, out of worship. In our liturgy, the celebrant prayerfully reads the words, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And then he says, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant. Do this for the remembrance of me. The sacraments are forms of obedience to what Christ commanded. And this is why we worship on Sunday or any day. It is to glorify God. This is also why... It is downright silly when we begin to confuse the purpose of worship. When we get upset because a Eucharistic minister forgets something. When we won't come to church because we don't like a particular style of music. When the priest doesn't cross himself in the right moment. When the reading wasn't read perfectly. Whatever it is, those things are all important. And we should do our diligence to make sure worship is beautiful because those things enhance our worship. But when we confuse those things with the purpose of church, we have missed the point. We are on the verge of becoming just like some of the Pharisees in Jesus' day who thought Jesus was wrong because he healed on the Sabbath. It's not the way you're supposed to do it, Jesus. The point of worship is that God is to be glorified. And we obey when we come together to do this very thing. When we worship God, we are obeying his commands. And it is in that moment, in that moment of worship and obedience, in that moment we truly find ourselves We find that we are being transformed into what Christ has called us to be. We find our true selves. And we can only do this by yielding to God in worship. Worship is not because God is needy. God commands us to worship him because it is good for us. We truly realize who we are when we humble ourselves and worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. But when we refuse to worship, when we do not obey God, we fool only ourselves. C.S. Lewis wrote this in one of his books that I'm reading through. He wrote, when we want to be something other than the thing God wants us to be, we must be wanting what, in fact, will not make us happy. When we want to be something other than the thing God wants us to be, we must be wanting what in fact will not make us happy. This is why we don't follow our heart, why we don't follow our desires, our passions. Because it'll lead us astray. That's not the message we preach. The world might preach that message, but that's not the words we find in our holy scriptures. We follow the words of Christ. We study the scriptures. We listen and obey what God has taught us. And we listen to the words of Christ. Do you remember the words of God in our gospel reading that we read this morning? If you remember, they went up to a holy mountain. Christ all of a sudden is shining in brightness. Two prophets show up and a cloud covers them. And out of that cloud comes a voice saying this. This is my Son, the Beloved. Listen to Him. We would be wise to do so. Let us listen and obey. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.